to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, I'm very good friend, is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island Season 9, Episode 24. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, we finished last episode with the bombshell coming in, and it was a girl called Claudia. She came in all dressed in red with the wings, and she does the full dance off with all the other, like the lads and everything. And then, you know, she's dead sexy. And then she goes, Hello, everyone. I'm from Blackburn today. Where am I getting these voices from? I've got to call myself. It's a terrible accent. But, but she's going, <laughs> she's going, Hey, up, oh, I'm from Blackburn. And uh, yeah, how are you doing? Well, guys, she was very loud, very brash. And she's chatting and she recognized some of the contestants. Obviously, she's watching it and she's like, To shut your paired off and your paired off to someone else. And then she, and then Ron says, yeah, yeah, I'm not in a relationship. He sat right down. But, you know, I, I'm settled, man. I'm settled. And she's like, yeah, for now. And you see, like, the girls going, no. You know, fucking Lana's having a fucking heart attack at the top there, Dave. But so so she was introduced, and she seems, and she's 28, so she's the oldest girl, which Olivia took great pleasure in telling everyone, Dave. Oh, gosh, and I, she makes it about <laughs> her again. Yeah, and, and you, know, yeah, you know what got me, Dave? So she does all that. Speaks to the lads, then the girls come over, and then we get like the heart rate thing, don't we? In fact, we'll talk about that first because I'll be jumping too much here. But we talk about the heart rate thing. So Lana reads out which girls got the lads going, and then uh, who rang? Who read out the the lads one day? Was it? That's Excellent good, question. That's a good question, that Chris, <laughs> because maybe you should have wrote that. Was it down, Casey? Uh, I don't oh, know. I don't know. One of them read him out anyway. So. Um, <laughs> And it came to like that Claudia, the ones that took note. I did see when Tom got Tanya's heart rate up, that Shaq was like, oh, right. I was like, oh, don't do this again, Shaq. Don't yeah, shoot yeah. yourself in the foot, mate. And he didn't. And to be fair, Will stepped across him. And Will was really funny because um, Jesse's heart rate had gone up for someone else. And he's like, well, that's it. She fancies it's all over. And then, then Will ended up getting, he was quite funny at that, but I was laughing. He got a couple of votes. So he was like, I'm the sexiest, even though he looked ridiculous when he did his. Uh, but the Claudia bit was like, Claudia got Ron's heart rate up. And then Tanyelle also had her heart rate raised because of Ron Dave. So there's still some there. They won't admit it. Yeah. Tanyelle likes him a lot, I think. Yeah, I think so too. And look, Chris, can we just get this out on the table? Right. All these heart rate things are bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> we all yeah. know it. We all know that they're made up. But um, yeah, the, the producers like, to just play around. Now, I thought that maybe they'd mess around with Ron's heart rate. And like you say, they, they um, put down that his heart rate was going the most for um, Claudia. But, I, and I thought they, they'd have it like his was for someone else maybe, but no, or, or maybe Lana's was for, for someone else. But yeah, when it got to Tanyelle, I thought, oh, here we go. Definitely wrong. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure enough, it was. I was like, thank you, producers. That might just plant some seeds, which might uh, uh, bear some fruit later on. But, I mean, Chris, I was just going to say as well, we, we were talking about when Claudia got in before the heart rate results were given out. Did you not think Ron was really slow 
in in saying coming forward and saying yeah yeah i'm settled I, i'm connected up like i can't remember the, you said the names I, and i can't remember i forgot them already oh so will, will. and shack were, yeah. were obviously coupled up and they were they were like straight away they're jumping up yep yep totally off the table me and ron was like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i'm settled <laughs> through gritted teeth and you're like shit <laughs> but I, I don't know I, I don't think they they had that much of a chemistry anyway but it didn't feel to me like he was he was believing what he was saying and so yeah. I, I, I again i just i'm not quite sure where that's gonna go but um yeah, there's no way he's coming out the other side of Castro Moore, is there? Surely. No, no. And I tell you what, Dave, we talk about the one bit that had me pissing myself laughing and just going utter, utter horseshit was when after Claudia had had a little chat with some of the guys and the girls and she's like, night, everyone. See you in the morning, you know, and all that. And she, she goes off. And now it was Casey, Dave, the biggest fucking nudge in the back from the producers ever. Now, if you're going to go on Instagram, Dave, right, and, you, you know, you're following certain influencers and stuff like that, or you're following famous people, like I follow The Rock, who says you'd be a massive wrestling fan, I follow ex-footballers, whoever you've Arnold Schwarzenegger, Stallone, whoever you follow, these people, you know, like people who you know and you follow the accounts and that. At no point has anybody in my life or in any of these shows ever gone, I'll tell you what, I'm going to follow Carl Fogarty's fucking daughter. Now, <laughs> it was utter shit when he, he lent into Tom and he's he's laying and he went, I, I, I recognize her. And I and honestly, show I was like, oh, fuck off. Now, when Gemma Owen went in there, she did hide it from everyone. And and we I, we were saying, like, she's not said anything yet. When's she going to say it and all this? But Michael Owen was massive like years ago, wasn't he? He was huge. Football's the biggest yeah. sport in the UK. It's it's massive football. Michael Owen was massive for Liverpool, England, Real Madrid. He was a great he played for United, you know, everything. But he was a massive player for a long time. He's he, a team. He was the Ballon d'Or winner. Winner, yes. Yeah, you know, you're right. Sorry. Sorry. I, I think he was He's the massive. last English player to win that. He was, you are correct, Dave. And and uh, he genuinely was a, a big thing. You know, he wasn't as big as Bex, was he? But he was in the same team. He was just massive mm-hmm. every everywhere. Michael Owen was everywhere. He's a commentator now. And we said this last time, not really anybody younger than us would probably know who he is unless you're into football. So Gemma Owen, she rode in the back of it knowing that we knew who she was. And it's like Michael Owen's daughter and we're saying it's Gemma Owen Island. All right, fair enough. Carl Fogarty was a massive, a massive cycle uh, motorbike racing hero for a lot of people. Dave, he was an absolute legend, but it's not a mainstream fucking sport. Yes, he won. I'm a celebrity, which was about six or seven years ago. But there is no fucking way, and I will put my fucking mortgage on this. That Casey knew who the fuck she was. Now she <laughs> she went out with a guy called Jake Quickenden, who was on X Factor years ago. And he's basically, he won like Dancing with the Stars and all that. Uh, Dancing on Ice, Dancing with the Stars. Dancing on Ice. Very talented lad, but he's a fucking wannabe reality TV nomad, Dave, who goes on everything. He goes, he's a good singer and that, but he'll go on fucking anything these days to stay relevant. Do you know what I mean? So it was, he was, Jake Quickard and got with her after back of I'm a Celebrity. So, because her dad was in there with him and they, would, they had a reality show because he used to watch it, but I did not recognize her 
at all because that show was about six years ago. So I am calling utter bollocks on that day. What a load of nonsense. <laughs> the The only thing that was in my mind was, you know, this lot spend most of their lives on Instagram. You know, is she quite famous for that? in these social media circles, you know, she got lots of pictures of herself on Instagram that if you're in that kind of wannabe world, you you know of her. That was the only thing I thought. I, I did think it was a massive stretch, you know, because no, other than even if you got into like, so Chris, your one of your new loves is Formula One racing. But if you're not fucking Lewis Hamilton, you know, if you're not one of the top, top, Formula One drivers, these people could walk past you in the street and you wouldn't recognize them. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, it's person. true. Yeah, it's true. And Carl Fogarty's in the same boat, and so, like you say, I, I, I don't know. It did scream to me a little bit. Really, you, you know who she is? You know who Carl Fogarty is? Yeah, you exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you just wouldn't, would you? No. Just, and you know what was pissing me off, Dave? One thing that pissed me off this whole episode was Ian Sterling. What a cock. Absolutely shit all them jokes about Carl. Uh, Evening, Carl. Shut the, all right, Foggy. Oh, I remember him coming, went, went, whatever, crashing through the fucking front window. So I was like, this is shitty. And I know usually you can be witty in that, but it was getting on my nerves by the end of the episode, Dave. I was like, nobody cares about Carl Fogarty. Nobody. And your jokes are shit. You know, I, I don't think he's been on good form for the last few years, mate. No, I no. think he was, you know, I remember going back to the old days, Chris, season five. And actually, even before season five, when we were chatting about, should we do this thing? You know, let, let's do it. And I'll come in and hate on it and you'll love it. Um, and you were saying, well, he, he's like the guy from Come Down With Me, you know, but and he just takes the piss out of him. I was like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, you know, come down with me, bloke. Is a legend, and um, yeah, I remember from that first season, he did come out with some corkers, and, and I say it's always a little bit hit and miss. And I, I <laughs> he used to be on children's TV, and I, I quite liked him. He used to be there with Hackety Dog, and I, you know, I thought he was quite funny. But he's always been a bit hit and miss. But I think nowadays he's more miss than he is hit. And yeah. so, yeah, I don't think he he was on good form tonight. But I, I think that's been going on for a while, to be honest. Yeah, but I think what what's getting me is it was one episode, and for as long as she's in there, I think he's just going to keep recycling these jokes about her dad. But do you, know you, not, I mean? do you not think like he'll come up with a theme? So, like, when uh, Spencer came in with his one fucking dildo that he sells, but he, <laughs> apparently he's a fucking sex toy entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then that was it. The whole theme for the rest of the night was innuendos around that for me and Sterling. So I think he just, he'll come up with a theme, and then that's it. He just fucking wrings the neck out of it, squeezes the pips out of it until it's well and truly dead, and you're fucked off and bored with it. To be honest, <laughs> but I think that's I think that's what it is. I mean, it happened to be Carl Fogarty this time, but I mean, listen out for it. You know, t- tomorrow night, tomorrow night, uh, and see if he if he does the same. But it, it seems to me that maybe not every time, but he does pick a theme. 
and then sort of writes his jokes all around that theme. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mate, hopefully, Dave, he doesn't do that because I was had enough by the episode this evening, but let's not uh, go on that. But Dave, I've got to say, by the way, we've had some great feedback across the Maths and Love Island podcast for our little sketches that we just literally make up there and then. And our <laughs> voice is the fucking Maths. I don't know if anyone's listened to our last Maths episode, episode eight. I was fucking crying, Dave. Absolutely crying. Sam rang me in, in tears going, what the hell is that? That what is that? <laughs> I'm so trying to do that. guess. So is this the Melissa and Josh, Josh role play? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, get your dick out, get your dick out. I'm going, I don't want to. He's been here five times or whatever. It's fucking nonsense. I'm fucking walking the dog, pissing myself, laughing. I was like, what the hell is this? So... We don't intentionally do them, but we've had quite a lot of feedback. So we're not going to do an Ian Sterling, I think, and do it every episode. But I think if we can get away with it, Dave, and it doesn't sound ridiculous, then we probably throw it in there at some point. <laughs> I think they, we've done two, haven't we? I, I think they both sound ridiculous, but I think that's part of their charm. But I, <laughs> I, I agree with you. Let's not wring the neck out of it until they're <laughs> no. Yeah, that's a, let's not do that, Dave. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, so... I thought this was quite a slow episode, really, because it was all about setting the chess pieces for, for Claudia and what she's going to do, because she obviously takes Casey and Tom on a date, doesn't she? She seemed to... I thought I thought she was having a good date with Tom, but however, when she went with Casey, it seemed to... Uh, it, they seemed to be a nice spark there. They were funny. Mm. She said... The thing is, what made me laugh is, Dave, she fucking described a guy who is exactly like a dad in the way she was describing oh, him. <laughs> That's what I kept thinking, the haircut and everything. Carl Fogarty, he's got the same haircut as, as Casey or he used oh, to have, Dave. So I, I was just thinking, that, so. yeah, I was oh, thinking, I was thinking, yeah, it's a little bit like your dad when she was explaining it to the girls, blue eyes, you know, the hair, you know, just a bit longer hair and all that. I was like, all oh, right, okay, fair enough. But uh, that was my observation. <laughs> so I thought the I thought the dates both went well. Um, Chris, talk about unintentional comedy. I I don't know. I don't think Tom was trying to be funny, right? Yeah. But he comes back and he <sighs> comes back and he's like, you know, yeah, we've got lots in common. I mean, we're both from the north, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and like everyone, fucking everyone else started laughing because it, and he sort of looked around as if to say, "What? <laughs> it's like, surely that's not the only thing." Now we we have listeners from all over the place, Chris, and yes, they they are both from the north. I mean, she's from Blackburn, so over across uh, the Lancashire way, and Tom's across from Barnsley, isn't he? So from the Yorkshire way, there was a thing called the War of the Roses many years ago, big uh, big deal back in the day. Game of Thrones, if anyone's watched that, the Lancasters and the Starks are pretty much based on that, uh, at least in the first book or first season, if you've watched that. So yeah, yeah, they are from the north, but they are from different uh, different ends of the or different parts of the Pennines. So yeah, I just thought I was funny, like oh yeah, yeah, I'm from the north. So uh, ah yeah, he's northern. He never fucking shut up about the from the north. It's like this bond that they have, like all us northern people have. Chris, it's an immediate bond. Oh, oh you're from the north, are you? And uh, you know, it, it's weird, isn't it, that people have this bond but if it's like 
someone from Liverpool and Manchester, generally speaking, it's the opposite of the bond. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I thought Tom got, got on really well with her. But I think she... And I can't get the fact that he looks like a dad uh, out of my head now. She just seems to have something a bit more special with Casey. And Casey, God bless him, after he'd been dicked around by fucking Lana and Ron, just seems so happy. You know, he just seems so delighted that he was there. And God, he does have dreamy eyes as well, doesn't he? You know, and yeah. uh, it just seems like a really nice bloke. And so, you know, I, I think she's probably going to lean towards him a bit. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And, and it's interesting because the dynamic of, like, at the moment, Dave, it sounds really thingy, but we little bit settled, aren't we? We had the Tanyel and Jordan discussion, which Ian Sterling went, if you're a fan of sexual chemistry, which wasn't a bad line, I said, one line. <laughs> no, that uh, was Look good, away, actually. that was yeah, a good line. That. Look away now. And they were like, and they were just saying like, I love food. I love food. It's like, well, if you don't eat food, you're going <laughs> to die. So everybody in some way, you might not love food, or but you know, it was like one of them stupid conversations, Dave. And then they were talking about overthinking and everything, which, you know, understand but there's just nothing there and Taniel said that he just isn't he doesn't seem fun enough for what she wants she wants a bit of a cheeky chappy don't she and then Shaq was talking and bit, bit like Ron do you think bit of a cheeky chappy yeah yeah cheeky chappy Dave you know <laughs> loves flirting with other girls right in front of her because I thought that was weird because when Ron was on the bed and, and he was like cuddling into Lana she's under the quilt Tanyelle's next to him and he's chatting away and he's like oh yeah I'd said and what do you think of her? And they're chatting away. And none of them are bitching. They're like, yeah, it seems all right. But you can see Tanya looking at Ron there, Dave. I might be reading something into it, but it just, it's just somewhat off there. I really do think she likes him. I do, honestly. I don't know why, but she really likes him. Mm, let's see. Let's see. This could be a little bit of a post-Casser Moore thing. You know, if it comes back and, and all is not well in the garden between Ron and Lana, maybe uh, maybe something will go off there. What, what did you think, though, about that talk between Shaq and Olivia? You know, because it seemed to me like it was a bit unnecessary, really. Praise Shaq quite a bit in this series. And especially with the beef that Olivia seems to have, with, well, to be fair, with pretty much everyone, but, but with Tanyelle, she's very quick. <laughs> to talk behind her back. And I, yeah. it just felt uncomfortable to me to watch that. And like, you know, Shaq's then, well, you know, I've got to sort of say to Jordan, like, you know, maybe you're wasting your time a bit with Tanyelle. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm taking it at face value, even though it's ridiculous. They were there in the fire pit and it, <laughs> it just looked <laughs> so set up. But yeah, I, I don't know. It just felt a bit off to me. Yeah, I I wasn't sure with the way Shaq sort of phrased it. It was it was like, you know, when you've been with like your friends and then they get with someone who nobody likes. And I'm sort of thinking, well, Tanyel's all right. Jordan seems like a nice guy. It's not a, it's nothing really gone on. I mean, they have, the problem is, Dave, we don't see it, do we? They don't show us anything. So they concentrate so much on Lana and Ron. Yeah, they may have had something. And we just don't see the edit. And we see, we hear about this now for the first time ever with the, when all the Islanders leave. We've talked about this already uh, on previous, I've mentioned it, then we'd seen it on these other podcasts and that's the problem. And then it's like other people will speak to people and it's a connection, but they don't go with that storyline and then steer them in another direction. It's very clever how they can do all this, like the puppeteers behind the scenes. So 
unfortunately, there was no context to that sort of dialogue because it felt quite mm. harsh. What I felt he was, Shaq was being quite harsh. I mean, fucking Olivia, Miss Monotone, you fucking balls the fucking ass off me, so I don't listen to her anyway. Well, yeah, actually, I don't know about that, Shaq. I don't give a fuck, to be honest. She sounds like Lana. Yeah, she does. No, this is Lana, Dave. Oh, right, okay. No, no, the Lana's like this. Oh, I'm so glad I'm with Ron. And and then uh, Olivia's like, yeah, well, actually, yeah, I don't really care. Uh, I'm Olivia and everybody loves me. But you don't like me. Why have you fell out with me again? Doing a voice again, Dave. Let's not do that. But <laughs> Just trying to work out the difference. There's no difference. There's no difference. Oh, dear me. Horrendous events. So anyway, Dave, we have some emails, unless you've got anything else before we nice, read about it. Nice, No, like you say, a bit of a quieter episode, laying the foundations. I mean, we've got a recoupling coming up, haven't we? So is it, uh, it's got to be the boys picking now. Yes, I think so, Dave. I mean, I think uh, are they going to give Claudia a, a, a kind of free pass? I mean, I guess Casey's going to pick her. So, in fact, who are your predictions? Who do you think is going to go? Um. So, so we've got one over. I, so Casey's with. Well, he's currently with Lana, isn't he? But that's Lana's going to go with Ron. Casey's going to go with Claudia. But it's, so, the, it's the boys picking, isn't it? So yeah, I'm just trying to work out what Lana. I, I, if we look at Tanyel, I think Tanyel could go. I think Tanyel's at risk. So if I had to pick two, it, it, it depends where Jordan goes with it, and I think that conversation that Shaq had with Jordan might you know, seal the fate for Tanyelle because for Jordan, I think it's between Ellie and Tanyelle. And I think it's just whichever decision he makes, that's it. Yeah. She's yeah. gone. But I mean, I think surely if we're picking up on this Tanyelle Ron thing, Chris, surely the producers will make an effort to keep her in, you know, just, yeah, I, just play a bit of mischief there. I would love, and it's, it's, in fact, Dave, let's go on record Right now, we've not heard it for a few episodes. The reality radar has been having <laughs> a sleep. Now, I always get called pelters for some of my predictions, but they're always a hundred percent accurate. So this is <laughs> this is how this is going to play out. One of the episodes coming up, Dave, Tanyelle is going to tell one of the other girls that she's got feelings for Ron, and she wants to tell him. And we're going to get tomorrow night. That is my prediction, my friend. Reality Radar, Tanyelle is going to lay it on the line in a few episodes because we need a bit of drama. I'm telling you, Lana so, and Ron are sweet. So I'm not going to back against that one because I think it could quite well happen. Uh, but I will laugh my cock off if five minutes into the She's episode. Gone. She's gone. She's <laughs> gone. Like, your bags, you're off. Yeah, well done there, Chris. you 100% accuracy, I know. But that's what I'm going with, Dave, because if we're telling a story, that would be the perfect Love Island fake story to, to yeah. go with. That is so obvious one. See, I think, I, d- I do think Tanyelle, my head is saying Tanyelle should go, but like I say, I, I, I feel like they'll make an effort or, you know, there'll be some whispers from the producers about keeping her in. So yeah. I, I feel like probably Ellie will go, um, yeah. even though it should be Tanyelle. But but let's say I'm going to be got splinters on my ass really on the fence there, but it's going to be one of those two, I think. 
Good stuff, good stuff. So Dave, we've got two emails today. This one's from Samantha, not my wife's, uh, who's emailed in and she said, Hi, Chris and Dave. Long time listener, first time emailing. As much as I can't stand Ron and his smug face, now he thinks he's top dog again. I couldn't help but cringe when Casey told some of the guys that nice guys finished last. I do hope it was a clum- clumsy choice of words set out frustration, but it did feel like a red flag. Likely it's just me, but it did seem like a strange comment to make, particularly as regardless of any playbook he used with Lara, she was always going to go back to Ron. Any man at the moment will be last place with her compared to Ron, as she has in, he has it in her head that they're destined for each other. As for his dance, wouldn't surprise me if he raised at someone's heart rate the most from the terrifying the life out of them by gyrating at two speed and jumping on them. Keep up the entertaining work, Sam. So that's an interesting take, Dave. I didn't pick up on that at all. Yeah, I mean, let's see. Let's see how that one goes. Mm, and the second one is from our good friend Chrissy. And she sent two emails in, Dave, but the other one's for maths. So I'm going to save that one for maths, Chrissy. So we'll read that one out when we do our next episode. And she's put revisiting the shack issue. So, hey, guys, just catch up on the podcast and the show. And as usual, you've both had some great takes. With the whole Lana and Ron situation, I, I agree 100% with Chris, Dave. I'm so tired of them both. Chrissy, you're already winning when you're agreeing with me. You know you're on the right side. <laughs> Did I? Not say- <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Chrissy's correct anyway. We'll, we'll, go with, we'll go with Chrissy. She's absolutely correct. I think Dave was saying that he still has a sliver of sympathy left for Lana. I don't have any left for her. She's been acting so stupid. At this point, she's made her bed, so she'll have to lie in it. She's a terrible judge of character. Olivia is her best mate, and Olivia is the fakest girl I've ever seen on TV. Besides Botox Queen Faye... That's a throwback, Dave, a couple of series ago. People tell Lana <laughs> over and over again that Ronnie's no good, but he chats her up for two seconds and she's right back begging to be in a couple with him again. She only picked Casey as a power move. Even after she did it, she was talking to all the girls like, I bet I'm surprised you look. I bet I surprised you look at me being a strong woman. I'm completely done with her and Olivia. They can fuck right off. I love the terminology. You've been listening to us, Chrissy, far too long. <laughs> Speaking of Olivia, what happened to all that history with Tom? Since Ari's gone, now she's picking yet another ridiculous fight with her new target, Sammy. Please, for the love of God, tell me what is so special about her. Maybe she doesn't see anything herself, and that's why she's constantly asking for validation. At least Tanyelle and some of the other girls are finally wising up. I hope Tanyelle will tear her a new one the next time she starts fucking woeys me at. I'm late. It's <laughs> a proper good one, this, Chrissy. I'm late to the shack discussion. You've had... You had when he got mad at Tanya in the kissing challenge. But I felt like back in week one, when David came into the villa to pursue Tanya, he said things that put me off him. Then I can't remember exactly, but I feel he kind of made a possessive comment. Then when they were freshly coupled, no one else brought it up. So I thought maybe I was reading into it too much. He also became the voice of reason for the guys and called them out for their bad behavior. But there is clearly some possessive tendencies there, which I agree with Dave could be scary, especially when they're like, I'm only doing this because I love you. I hope he really examines that trait in him once he, the show is over. I hope they start showing what's happening more with the other couples soon. I'm really curious about what's going on with Ellie and Jordan. Uh, he pulled Tanyelle out of nowhere. I didn't realise there was a possible connection there. Hopefully we'll finally move on from this Ron and Lara crap. However, I did enjoy the role play theatre scenes you guys did. More <laughs> of that, please. Thank you, boys, again for all the fun. 
Now, Dave, I wouldn't have called that theatre, but I'll take that, Dave. That is definitely us <laughs> the boards. We'll be up there at the Temple, the Shakespeare, Royal Shakespeare Company. Um, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> fucking hell. Um, so, yeah, when, you, when I got, you got to the later bit, she's absolutely right. So I did say I've still got a little bit of sympathy for Lana. And the reason that is, is because she's making a, a ridiculous, stupid decision, but she's doing it because that's the way she feels. I th- I'm sure in her head, she kind of knows that Ron is, uh, you know, is not treated her right. And it, it was only like, well, they've hardly been together. And then, you know, the, he's, he's had his head turned by basically everyone. But I can generally forgive that, you know, compare that to someone like Olivia, who just seems to be an utter narcissist and tries to manipulate everyone around her. That seems like a more deliberate tactical thing to do. So that that's why I've still got that little bit of sympathy for her, even though I, I you know, I, we all know it's going to crash and burn at some point. But, yeah, you know, um, yeah, it is. What it is, Chris. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. So, if you want to email us, like Chrissy has, Sam, some great emails there, uh, gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. As always, please go over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast, and uh, come and join the fun, guys. We're nearly at 470 friends over there, so we are racing towards 500. So thank you again for everyone who's joined up. Uh, if you want to support us a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast and a welcome to a new Patreon, Dave. Now, this is Schmave Music, so thank you so much. And I'm sorry because that's all we've got as a name. So thank you, Schmave Music, for joining up and, and supporting the podcast. If you'd like to email us, you know, to, to put a, a name to your account, we really appreciate it, though, so thank you for that. So today's Roll Call of Honor is Schmave Music. Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Noreen, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Deedee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Luda Green, and Kent Gustafson. So thank you so much for that, guys, for all your support. Excellent stuff. And that is an ever-growing list day, which is so humbling. That is fantastic. And the reason I laughed there is because when I saw it come through, it was like smave. I was like, did I send this? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, we never Maeve. forget Maeve, yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, I have been a bit useless at uh, reading out the, the iTunes reviews, but we've had a glut that have come in, but I'm going to limit it to one per episode. So if you can get over to either Apple Podcasts or if you listen through Spotify or whatever you listen to, if you drop us a review, feel free to write whatever you like. You can abuse us, anything, that's all good. But if you drop it as five stars, that'd be even better. Um, But this one, Chris, is the only one you need. Forget the official Love Island podcast and listen to this one. Laugh out loud chat about what's been happening in the show and not some toe-the-line rubbish that you get on the official stuff. Chris with his reality radar and Dave, leader of the Casamorians, really <laughs> spell out the truth of what's going on and call out any bad behavior from the Islanders. A laugh a minute, and they do <laughs> and they do other reality shows too, such as Married at First Sight, amongst others. Be good to yourself and take a listen. Top class. Yeah. I'm Chris. Crikey. <laughs> 
if hey, you need to pick me up. <laughs> Can you read that out to me every day, Dave? I know. That is <laughs> awesome. Brilliant. So that is from Self Healer. So thank you very much. That is uh he said humbling. I, I'm afraid I'm gonna use the same word. I mean incredibly humbling. So thank you very much. That's great. Yeah, brilliant. So well, what a way to end the podcast, Dave. So yeah, keep them coming, guys. That's excellent stuff. Brilliant, brilliant. Um but anyway, we're back again and we're coming towards the end of the week, Dave. We might actually get a day off, but then we won't, <laughs> will we? Good <laughs> so yeah, good one. <laughs> This fucking maths is back on Sunday, but there you go. I can't wait for maths though, Dave. I cannot wait I, for that. I couldn't quite tell if the Sunday start was a one-week thing. I, 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 who knows? It might be Sunday, it might be Monday, but fuck it. I, I, whichever. We're back. Yeah. We'll be back. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll get a day off. But thank you very much, sir. It's been, uh, it's been fun again. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks to all our supporters. I'll speak to you next time. Bye.